Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 30th of November. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1941 and we travel to New York, where the full 601 foot length of the Cathedral of St. John the Divine was opened for the first time. At this time, St. John's was only three fifths completed, yet it was the second largest Christian church in the world by area behind only St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City. Currently it claims to be the fifth largest church in the world and there is a dispute about whether this cathedral or Liverpool Cathedral is the world's largest Anglican cathedral and church. The interior covers 11,000 square meters and it holds some 5,000 worshippers. And the size of the cathedral's interior presents a level of natural acoustics that confer a reverberation time in excess of eight seconds and an organic brilliance of tone. Music of many genres, including chant, choral music and organ music, are important for the worship that is regularly celebrated in its nave. Duke Ellington's second sacred concert of his sacred music compositions premiered at the cathedral in 1968. Ellington was a pivotal figure in the history of jazz and recorded for most American record companies of his era. And he performed in and scored several films and composed a handful of stage musicals. For many, he was the most significant composer of the genre and was known for his inventive use of orchestra or big band and was awarded a posthumous Pulitzer Prize Special Award for Music. He called his sacred concerts Jazz Christian Liturgies and he called them the most important thing I've done. The Steinway Piano upon which the sacred concerts were composed, are now part of the collection of the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. And Duke Ellington conducted his orchestra from the piano and always played the keyboard parts when the sacred concerts were performed. In 1990 in the cathedral, the avant-garde musician Diamanda Gallas performed Plague Mass, a culmination of her work dedicated to the victims of the AIDS epidemic. And the cathedral has an annual New Year's Eve concert for peace. The postlude to Act One of Leonard Bernstein's opera Quiet Place received its New York premiere at a 1985 concert. And Paul Winter has given many concerts at the cathedral. And on the feast day of St. Francis, the Paul Winter consort participates in a liturgical performance of Winter's Missa Gaia, the Earth Mass. The St. Francis Day Blessing of the Animals occurs on the first Sunday of October. And the Blessing of Bicycles occurs on a Saturday in mid to late April at the start of the cycling season. 
As well as a space for worship and music, its architecture is notable. A guide to the cathedral from 1921 pointed that it might take 700 years for the cathedral to be completed, since it was employing true Gothic building methods. And this has led to the popular nickname St. John the Unfinished. A temporary ceiling consisting of tiles is still in place a century after it was supposed to have been demolished so that the cathedral's spire could rise. And in 1922, at a cost of $16,000, the cathedral installed a stone parapet. And the parapet contained one sculpture for each of the Christian centuries each figure being that of the personage who, in that hundred years, did the most, in the opinion of the cathedral authorities. The 20th century niche was left empty, with instructions that it was to remain empty for 78 years in order to determine who would be worthy of filling the void for the century. William Shakespeare, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln and Christopher Columbus currently represent their respective centuries and it possesses the largest rose window in the United States. The window, which is the fifth largest in the world, was constructed out of 10,000 pieces of stained glass and they depict biblical and post-biblical religious scenes but also have a plethora of modern imagery hidden throughout including a 1925 prototype television, a train, and even the sinking of the Titanic. Just south of the cathedral lies 11.3 acre close or campus, and visitors can stroll through a biblical garden where the different plants are all species mentioned in the Bible and they can gawk at peacocks and a hive of 15,000 honeybees. One of the highlights of the campus is the Peace Fountain, designed in 1985 by Greg Wyatt. And the fountain was created to mark the 200th anniversary of the Diocese of New York. It depicts the Archangel Michael embracing one of nine giraffes after his defeat of Satan. Satan's head is decapitated and there is also a lion lying down with a lamb. The fountain's spiralling base represents a double helix of DNA and inside the cathedral Meredith Bergman's monumental bronze sculpture Memorial to September shows a larger-than-life female figure with planes flying into her outstretched hands and contains debris salvaged from the World Trade Center site, uncannily shaped like a heart. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at Spes Salvi, Saved by Hope, an encyclical by Pope Benedict. And as we're coming towards the end of a year of podcasts, it's unlikely that next year 
we'll be able to keep up producing a daily podcast at this length, unless funding allows it. If you wish to support us or you can suggest themes for series of podcasts for next year, please email us on pogppod at gmail.com. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net. And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.